Caulfield, Gerard Bonner, and Diana Michelle. Happy Friday, everybody, and welcome to your favorite podcast. It is the SHW Podcast. This is our wrestling. Of course, I am Gerard Bonner. They call me GB. I've got the amazing Diana Michelle. And I know it's been a couple of weeks since you've mm-hmm. seen us. I know. I know. Life has been lifing. But there was a part of us that kind of wanted to wait for this particular moment. When right. we could uh, complete the circle and uh, move from two thirds of V3 to the entire group that is V3 returning after uh, a chaotic month or so. Welcome back, Brandon Benefield. How are you, good brother? Hey, buddy. Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, <laughs> man, man, have I missed you guys so much. So no, much. We've, we have missed you. We and that's. That's an you understatement. Have a sling as well. You have a sling on as well. Well, so I know the last when you guys came to visit, I didn't have the sling on, and I just was wearing the brace. And then yeah. I've been, I've, I've seen the doctors way too many times over the last what has it been about a month or so. Mm-hmm. And uh, every time I go, they get on to me for not, you know, wearing the braces and the stuff properly, because and anybody out there that's broken anything or had to wear any kind of stuff, I mean, you know the feeling. It's it's a pain in the butt. It's hard to get used to. So yeah, they they got on to me for not wearing this. And I know last time you guys came by the my place to check in on me, I had the brace on. I was not wearing the sling, but anyways, mm-hmm. I've got it on now. This thing is so cumbersome, but I will tell you this: it beats this one. They had me in this one for a couple of weeks. Oh, the wow. hard the hard collar. Wow. So I at wow. least got to switch up to the soft collar, and I think, fingers crossed, everybody, hope and pray here. That by next week, actually in the next couple of days, I should have this off. Um, okay. The okay. deal was, okay, I know you didn't ask, but just I know people are wondering because it's been so long since anybody heard from me. Um, wrist, severe sprain. Neck, severe sprain. Uh, ankle, broken. Um, and so brace for the wrist, brace for the neck. This is more precautionary than anything else. Um, and then the <laughs> ankle got pretty smashed up. But um, so I've been on It's been weird trying to walk on a crutch. With one bet, one good arm, one head arm. Um, you but have luckily, scooters. Luckily, well, that's the thing. I I, I haven't been going really anywhere. Luckily, mm-hmm. at my other job, I can uh, work from home. We learned that okay. during uh, 2020 during the pandemic. So yes. for sure, I've yes. been able to work remotely, and uh, everybody, the boss over there, and everybody's been good to me about that. So, um, you know, just been really taking it easy, and like the doctors keep getting on to me about not doing too much. So I've been trying not to do too much. I know you guys were giving me a hard time about that too. When you guys came over, you're like, you're like, stay still, stop Mm -hmm. moving. We'll get it. We'll get it. So Mm -hmm. uh, I have a sister who's a nurse as well, who you guys saw that's been, uh, whenever she's not working, she'll come by and, you know, take care of me. So it's been okay. Um, It's uh, yeah, but it's been an ordeal. It's been an issue that uh, I've never dealt with before. So uh, it's very interesting. I do want to say, and it's great to see you guys too. And I do want to say, uh, a big thank you because I know you guys gave me some cards when you came by. What was it about last week, sometime? Mm-hmm. And you had brought me some cards that uh, the fans had had sent you guys at the last show. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. which by the way, I was able to go back and watch that show on IWTV a week or two ago. And man, you guys did a great job. Uh, it was awesome. an awesome show. I'm sad I missed it. Of course, you know I never want to miss a show, but uh, you have to really like hit me with a car or something to keep me from showing up at a show. Apparently, well, um, <laughs> but, let's not uh, let's not talk about that again. 
That's yeah. true. That's I, I will say, I don't mean to make light of it, but uh, I, I'm trying to laugh to keep from crying, if you know what I mean. Um, right. But I will say uh, it was a great show. Uh, we could talk about this later. I know we're going to re- preview the upcoming show on this episode. The way the last show ended, part of me is almost glad I didn't see that in person. Uh, but we don't really have to get into that now. I know I talked to you guys about that enough off air uh, after I saw that. But uh, anyways, how have you guys been? I know I've seen you and we've kept in touch. Um, oh, real quick before that, I feel like I have an ex- some explaining to do to, to people that anybody has tried to re- reach out to me on socials. Uh, unfortunately, in the accident, my phone got completely smashed. So if you tried to reach out to me, if you've messaged me or texted me or anything, and I haven't replied, just know that it's not because I haven't wanted to. I just don't have my phone. And it's been kind of like low on the priority list as far as getting that replaced. So I'll get it soon here in the next uh, week or so. And uh, I'll finally be back on the socials and, uh, you know, hyping up the show, posting about the show and all that good stuff. So, but you guys, how have you been? How's your week? <laughs> Enough about me. <laughs> I mean, no. <laughs> No, no. It's, I mean, it has. It's been a minute since we we've all done this because of all of that, and you know, we took the two weeks off. But yeah, we got a lot going on, and it's really too much to to tackle in one episode. So maybe let's just let's get down to it. What's got what we got coming up? Let's do that. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> absolutely probably way more important. And yeah. I only have one other question because I think I asked one question before. This is the one question that probably everybody wants to know. Will you be at the next show? Yes, absolutely. Nothing will keep me from making it to another show. Again, unless somebody hits Are me. Are you able hard to again. drive? Uh, we'll figure that out. I, I, I'm not sure how much longer I'll have this. Uh, hopefully less than a week. This is coming off, I think, in a couple of days. Um, okay. The boot may present a problem, but luckily it's my luckily. There's nothing lucky about it. But it is my left foot, and I drive with my right foot. So okay. we'll see. If not, I'll get one well, of you guys to swing by and uh, scoop me up. Holler at me. I'll come right through. Yeah, we'll make it we work. Have to, we have to pass that way anyway. So. I mean, I'm going to be riding with you guys uh, anyways, and we'll talk about this uh, here towards the end of the yeah. show. But we're taking yeah. a road trip up to uh, uh, Greensboro, North Carolina, for uh, one Sting's final match. We and um, I will tell you this. Not only am I looking forward to next Friday, SHW 60, I am so looking forward to this road trip with you guys. I've been cooped yeah. up in this apartment for, like I said, it's been about a month. It was the mm-hmm. it was the night of the when was the award no, show? Awards. So that was yeah, it was end of January seventh. Yeah, and I guess it, it kind of happened. It was like really late, so it might have been early morning. It was like just after midnight, but yeah, mm-hmm. late January twenty seventh, twenty eighth. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyways, I'm ready to get out and about. <laughs> I'm ready to. Go see some live pro wrestling, and uh, yeah. I can't wait to see you guys in person. I know you've stopped by a few times over the last few weeks, and uh, I appreciate that. So it'll be good to see you and go on a little road trip for uh, Diana's birthday month. Yeah, 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 yeah. What a gift. What a gift. But in, in the immortal words of Brandon Benefield, <laughs> it's the SHW podcast, so we have to do SHW stuff, right? Uh, so we, we will come back around and, and have a conversation before we leave, but, uh, we are gearing up because strangely enough, a week from tonight is SHW 60, which is crazy to think about. And given all that happened at SHW 59, and then some of the ancillary things that have been happening on the socials, we're going to give you somewhat of a preview 
of uh, this big show that's taking place next week. You will want to be there as it has been proven. Every show from SHW is a can't miss kind of show. Uh, you will probably leave with more questions and answers, as was the case at SHW 59. And it's going to be interesting to see how SHW 60 comes together. Now, Brandon, I don't want to put too much pressure on you, but do you feel like you can talk about this upcoming card? You, you feel comfortable with that? Absolutely. I'm so ready to get back in a normal routine. Like, it's not even funny. I am okay. ready. Let's do this. Now, okay. again, uh, I don't have my phone like I normally would. To, yeah. But I do know the card now. I will. I do want to shout out you guys for one for holding down uh, the podcast, uh, the the recap show, and of course holding it down at the last show. And a shout out to the social media team for holding it down on the socials because I, you know, I haven't been able to post a lot of stuff and all that. So, anyways, I have kind of seen and heard through the grapevine through you guys what mm -hmm. the card is shaping up to be. So uh, as long as you have it in front of you, man, let's talk about it. Let's go with it. Uh, we learned at our last show that there's a new tag team in town uh, after Cody Fluffman was attacked uh, by Lev and by the Warden. Uh, mm -hmm. We found out that Fluff has got a rather buff best friend mm -hmm. as uh, he was joined, of course, by the Galaxy's only hero. Only hero. The only hero. Uh, and so it's going to be awesome to see him show up as the buff and fluff connection. They'll be taking on a team, well, who we probably remember from a rather unique time at the award show. Oh, wow. You had to be there. <laughs> uh, the that, part of, that part of the night I do remember. You actually. do remember. The yeah. Washington Bullets will be back in the house at SHW taking on the tag team debut of the buff and fluff connection. What are your thoughts on this one? You know I'm ready for this. Oh, I know you are. You know I'm ready for this. I mean, look, steamroller in full effect. That's been the talk of Georgia history. I mean, Georgia history, Georgia wrestling for the yeah. past few months. And I'm, you know, I went all the way to another show across town just to see the steamroller. Mm -hmm. So to see this again in Southern Honor, I'm all for it. Line them up. Yeah. line them up let's do it yeah i can't wait uh you know fluff has been uh it, it's rare gb we've talked about this it's rare that somebody can come in to shw and right away be mm -hmm. yeah. a fan favorite and yeah. the shw fans have just taken to him right off the bat mm -hmm. and sean legacy you know ac max said it on commentary at the last show sean legacy is a day one an shw mm -hmm. original now, he's had some times where he'll go away for a little while. He's been overseas, uh, mm -hmm. but now he's back, uh, and now he's teaming. And that's the thing. I don't know if a lot of people realize Buff and Fluff are a tag team in other places, and they're yes. just now going to be making their debut in SHW as a tag team. And so uh, they're going to have quite a challenge ahead. I mean, we talked about the Washington Bullets in the past. Yeah. They uh, they have quite a legacy in the state of Georgia. Uh, they Veterans been around a long, long time, and um, – so, yeah, Buff and Fluff will have their hands full, but I think the crowd's excited to see them in action. I know I'm excited about it, and, uh, man, it's going to be a great uh, great tag team matchup. Yeah, it it's should fun. be. Yeah, it, it should be absolutely fantastic. Uh, and, and honestly, as I look at this card, there's a part of me that's wondering who's actually the general manager on this show. I mean, normally we know that Jake the Snake is our matchmaker, but looking at the card, 
It feels more like WWE Hall of Famer Teddy Long because <laughs> we have an abundance of tag team matches on this card. Holla, yeah. holla, holla, hola, <laughs> playa. Um, so it's going to be, we will go through some of those tag team matches and you'll see exactly what we're talking about. But a match that's not a tag team match that I think will be very, very interesting. Uh, Kyle Matthews is mm. back. Now we got to see him at the last show. And anytime you get to see Kyle Matthews, it's amazing. He had a clinic against Adam Priest at SHW mm. 59. Well, this time he's going against someone who briefly appeared uh, at an SHW show several months ago. But uh, it feels like he's here on behalf of one CEO of Action. We'll just say that. And we were promised at our last show that Action would be making an appearance, and maybe this is part of it, as we get the official in-ring debut for SHW of The Wall. It's The Wall versus Kyle Matthews. What are your thoughts on this one? I don't know a whole lot about The Wall. I'll tell you one thing that we all do know is that the one and only time he showed up at SHW, yeah, he manhandled the atrocity Ooh. cruel, which mm -hmm. I've never seen anyone do. Mm -hmm. uh, and so if I'm Kyle Matthews, and you know, we love Kyle Matthews. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But if I'm Kyle Matthews, I'm worried. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least preparing. Because, you know, Kyle can handle he, he can handle himself. And I'm not saying he can't, but I'm just saying right. the wall was one of the scariest individuals. I've never, it's, we're talking it about was cruel. Shocking. Cruel. Yeah. Yeah. Cruel yeah. usually does that to everyone else. Exactly. It was, it was unexpected. For sure. When he showed up, I mean, it was just like, okay, this is another tall guy. But mm -hmm. yeah, when he, when he was at Chokeslam. Yeah. Cruel, that was like, what in the world is going on? But again, this is Kyle. I think he's, He's a he has the ability to do anything and everything. I mean, good God, it's Kyle Matthews. But yeah, yeah this is going to be an interesting matchup for sure. It, it certainly will. Kyle Matthews, again, a technical wizard. Uh, and he's used to obviously using those technical skills against people either his size or slightly larger. The mm -hmm. wall is a little more than slightly larger. And the problem with people like the wall is there aren't a whole lot of body types like the wall that you can train against or that you can wrestle against. It's right. very, very few and far between. So this should be an incredible challenge for Kyle Matthews. And on the other end, I really would love to know what is in the head of Matt Griffin. Why is he bringing the wall here to SHW? Again, I know you said you would like to know GB, but I have a feeling that's a scary place to be. I'm not sure if I want to get in his head. I don't want to get in his head. Yeah, I, I yeah, I, I don't. But it it makes me wonder what he has planned for Southern Honor yeah. next Friday night. So we'll be on the lookout for that incredible singles match. Now, again, I told you guys this is kind of a tag team uh kind of situation here, and two tag teams that have been at odds with each other for months now, will finally go head-to-head -head as the Coven of the Goat. Mm -hmm. That is, of course, the Kill Billy Nathan Mowry and Tank will take on the former SHW Tag Team Champions, Happy Madness. That's Sal Renaro and Sunny Days. And this is so interesting for so many reasons. Uh, I mean, we saw, of course, these to have taken each other out once in, in time and before. But then at the last show, 
when it was supposed to be this tag team turmoil situation where four teams were supposed to start this whole thing, the Coven of the Goat were attacked. They never got to the ring. At least both of them didn't. The Killbilly never did. Uh, when right. Tank got there, he was easy pickings after the attack from uh, Happy Madness. So now that these two teams are finally going to battle each other, it's not going to be any just random regular match. Oh, no. It's the specialty of the Coven of the Goat, a death match. Look, yeah. you know, we've seen our death matches here and there. We've seen Kill Billy do his thing and, you know, uh, Tank just go wild. But I've never seen a tag team death match. I don't even know how that works. Surely there's no tagging to get it. Surely... But I don't know. How does this how does this work? Have y'all seen a tag team with deathmatch before? Well, you know, usually the rules are kind of out of the window. Yeah. Yeah, your traditional rules aren't exactly there. We're really looking at so this more is gonna so. be a two on two or two on three or three on three brawl. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty much. And, and this one, and it's probably good that it's this way because I found out that this will indeed be the main event. And it's probably oh, good that it will be good. because after all the carnage and chaos that I'm predicting will happen, that we're almost certain will happen. It's going to be messy. Nothing's going to want to follow that. And I'm sure the ring will be a wreck. The, the whole building will be a wreck. And I don't know that there's any way anything else could follow it. So mm -hmm. uh, I was going to say, Diana, you made me think back. I don't remember when this was, but we had, a, I believe, a bunkhouse brawl that I right. think was a tag team match. We so, did. Sort of similar. Now, death match. Maybe and a it actually bit. somewhat involved Happy Madness. Right, right. Uh, yeah, Sonny was the involved. Yep. Mm -hmm. And um, so, you know, and that's the thing about people forget that Sonny's been involved in a lot of these kind of matches. Mm -hmm. And because people think about the Kill Billy, they think about Tank. They're deathmatch specialists. Right. But, you know, don't put it past Sonny Days. And Sal, too. Sal's been around a long time. He's been in every yeah. type of match there is. Uh, but, you know, Sonny in SHW has been involved in a lot of these types of match, whether it's no holds barred, no DQ, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but specifically death match, uh, it's going to be interesting. Now, we remember going all the way back to October of last year at Still Here 5 when Sunny Days went one-on-one -on -one with the Kill Billy. And, of course, mm -hmm. GB, you and I were joined by the Hall of Famer DDP at commentary for that. And dare I say that stole the show. And that was at yes. Still Here. That was at our huge... Mm -hmm. the anniversary show yeah and i mean that was insane so if it's anything similar to that now I'll just multiply that by two because <laughs> it's a tag team so who knows what's bound to happen but uh just you know hold on to your seats folks it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a wild night faux show yeah. it <laughs> absolutely will be a wild night and we could probably wrap up the show there but there's more to talk about oh yeah because there's some incredible moments that are happening one of the big moments that came out of shw 59 was the awaited debut of the giant oh, chosen i was so bummed out when i saw that he was going to be on that show and i couldn't make it uh, but, but you I watched mean, it back right you I, I saw it but i i know now i did see his first appearance the month before but i didn't mm -hmm. see his actual debut match and i told everybody and we told everybody that there's nothing like seeing him in person so although i did see the match on iwtv i know it was nothing like seeing it up close and in person no i got a really up close and personal experience for that one i didn't get out of the ring before they started fighting so it Oof. was it was right here mm -hmm. on me it was 
it was a sight. Yeah. It was yeah. a whole experience. I'm definitely going to be quick on my feet this time. For sure. But who who's going to be his opponent? That's what I, I like. Mm -hmm. Who's the right mind? Doesn't matter. At the last show, what was uh, what was the kid's name? Um, at the last oh, show that he that he wrestled. His name is escaping me. But but the so thing bad. is, like, he shows up kind of, you know, and nobody is familiar with him. And I don't know if it's because, and if this is the case, all credit to them, if they're showing up thinking, here's my huge opportunity to be in, on an SHW show and, and show what I've got. But is it worth getting in the ring with a 7'3 monster, 300-plus pounds, known as Chosen? Is it worth getting in the ring and getting destroyed by a guy that size, I'm not sure if it's worth it. Now, of course, here I am all banged up. So, of course, I'm not getting anywhere near the guy. Uh, you know, if I want to show up at SHW, it's to sit in the commentary booth and call the matches or sit in the crowd and watch the matches, never to get in the ring. But uh, so I don't know who might show up. I saw he'll be in action, but there was no opponent announced, not to my knowledge, right? Well, not it's yet. not one, but apparently it's two. That's right. Oh, that's right. Two men. That's right. Uh, we still don't know who they are. And, uh, you know, I, number one, I think you need at least two men to actually battle him. I don't yeah. know if they're going to, you know, if one's going to sit on the other's shoulders so that at least they can be eyeball to eyeball with Chosen. But um, maybe with, one can. With like a big overcoat like you see on the cartoons. And, and, so it's like one person, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I, I hope so. Whatever they do, I hope they have a game plan mm. to last in there against Chosen. But that's going to be going down uh, next Friday as well. And then there's this very interesting situation. And I mean, it just seems to get more and more brutal as the weeks progress. This situation that's been going on between Hollywood Hunter James and the bad boy Chip Day, um, it has been, uh, it has just become yeah. increasingly violent. You know, it goes all the way back to still here five and, you know, they've got their hands on each other at the last show and it ended in a very brutal way, the way wow. these two, uh, I mean, literally a suplex through a table onto the floor. It was crazy. The brain so, buster. Not yeah, just the, a regular suit. I mean, it was the brain buster, as Hunter will correct me if I don't say it right. It was. And so now uh, our general manager, Jake the Snake, has uh, given both of them the opportunity to pick your poison. They Ooh, get uh -huh. to choose the opponent for the other for next Friday night. And they didn't want to wait until next Friday to do it. They got on the horn, and they've been on the socials all week letting people know who their opponents would be. So we found out first uh, that Hunter James had made a call and done a few things and found an opponent for uh, the Jake the Snake Legacy Champion. And I got to tell you, this is a dream match. I think we're going to win coming out of this. He's someone who actually got a big win at SHW 59. Chip Day is going to have to battle Adam Priest. Oof. This ought to be a wild one. Well, we saw if Adam... We just... Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, we saw Adam take on Kyle Matthews at the last show. Mm -hmm. Kyle Matthews won half of the former Tag Team Champions Technical Excellence, who also, which also consisted of Chip Day. So mm -hmm. if the match between... Uh, Adam Priest and Kyle Matthews is any indication, then this match between Adam Priest and Chip Day is going to be a show stealer for sure. I mean, we talked about last month being a, a technical masterpiece. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're in for it again 
uh, next Friday, I think. Of course. Um, if we can keep Matt Griffin in, you know, to behave, we can make him behave, you know, Good that's point. Good point. That's, that's always a huge factor. Just just hope he has better manners than he did last show because good God Almighty. Not likely. Not likely. (laughs) Money just man, yeah. We're gonna check that flask before he comes out this time, make sure there's only juice in that thing. Well, I look he he's not he's not been kind to either of us. He's forced to microphones and he's been nor has Adam, might I add. Now I will give him his props. He is a very good technical wrestler and this is going to be a great match, but y'all know where my allegiance is lying, and I ain't going to even have to say it, but I will. Bad boy, Chip Day, all the way. All the way. All the way. Well, one thing that I noticed in uh, in Hunter's video, what a promo video, whatever you want to call it, where he made the announcement that it was going to be Adam Priest as uh, Chip's opponent, Hunter actually used the term bad boy Chip Day, and I thought, he uh-oh, did. Diana's not going to like that. Mm. He, no, I love it. I love that he calls him what he is because he is. I just thought because it's your that's your line. That's but he was kind of it's everybody's line now. I mean, okay. it's, it's proven fact. It's everybody's line now. Thank you, Hunter, for acknowledging the bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I love yep. us. Uh, <laughs> and so that is that is absolutely fantastic. So we now know who uh, Chip Day will be facing. Well, earlier today, Chip Day told the world who he's planning on having Hunter James face. And uh, this should be pretty interesting. Brandon, you had a chance to see that. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be none other than the former Southern Honor champion, Gunner Miller, Mm -mm, going mm -mm, one-on-one with Hollywood Hunter James. Now, it's an interesting pick. It's a great pick if you're Chip Day because, I mean, you talk about a dominant, one of the most dominant champions we've ever had in SHW, Gunnar Miller. I mean, when he gets in there and and uh, goes to town, I mean, he'll 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 wear out Hunter James. But the one thing I'm, I'm a little concerned about, and we're going to talk about this six-man tag match here in a few minutes, uh, consisting of the end game and the hierarchy. But I know that Gunnar Miller has unfinished business with the end game. And with mm-hmm. CT keys. And so I'm just wondering, you know, where his head will be uh, during the night. And will he be focused enough to just, you know, take care of the task at hand, which will be Hunter James. So we'll see. I think that's the one thing Hunter might have going for him is that Gunner could be, you know, we talked about in the past, even when Gunner was champ, when he was chasing the championship, you know, uh, distractions and other things that kind of get in the way. Um, and so we'll see. I mean, if not that I'm, I got to remain unbiased here, <laughs> but if, if I was going to say, uh, give Hunter any kind of like edge, I would say that it may be Gunner might be distracted by the end game, uh, or CT keys or, you know, any of those guys. So we'll see. I'm not saying I'm like rooting for Hunter or anything like that, but, uh, hashtag bad boys for life. <laughs> so leave it at that. That's right. Oh, <laughs> <sighs> I think he's I think he's got a lot of stored up aggression still, even after his encounter last month. And for Hunter to be in his path to run through, I just feel like this is just a train and he's on his tracks and he's gonna he has no other choice but to get mulled over. So 
Hunter better bring his A game because this is not going to be an easy feat. You're not going to be able to just beat Gunnar Miller, a former SHW champion, and move on along and, and take Chip's title. I mean, that is – you're speaking very highly of yourself if you think that's going to happen. No, sir. Yeah, uh, this is going to be a very interesting challenge for all of the reasons that you guys mentioned. Um, but here's one thing that could backfire against Chip. Can you imagine if Hunter James finds a way to win this match? Number one, we won't hear the end of it. Number two, he can become a contender for almost any title he wants after defeating a former SHW champion. Um, but of course we know he's after the Jake, the snake legacy championship. Mm -hmm. So, you know, this, this gets interesting on a lot of levels. Now there's a part of me that feels like as distracted as Gunner could be, he could be wildly focused right now because anybody that gets in his way looks like CT keys to him in the end game. Right. We saw that at the last show where while he was, uh, in street clothes, you know, mm -hmm. with throw up just wiped off of him. He turned <laughs> around and he caught a second win and uh, put the boots there to uh, KJ Impala. So this should be very, very interesting to see how Gunnar Miller handles this or what could be up the sleeve of Hunter James because Hunter seems to always have a plan. And this should mm -hmm. be very interesting. Well, all right, GB, you talked about what if Hunter James is actually able to pull this off. Well, you made me just remember that part of this whole pick your poison challenge, it's not that they just pick each other's opponent, but there's like, there's going to be, I don't know if somebody in particular is judging, maybe a Jake the Snake or whoever. It's going to be like, one, can they beat their opponent? And two, whoever can beat them fastest will get the, oh. uh, the pick of their stipulation for a match at the next show for the JTS legacy title. So, uh, if that's where that's where I'm having a tough time figuring this out here because Chip and Adam Priest, that's going to be a great match. Mm -hmm. I just don't, I don't know that it'll be. be I don't think it'll be a quick one necessarily. No. Now, Gunner and Hunter might be a quick one. However, I don't know if it'll be in the favor of Hunter James. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, but it'll be interesting because then. Whoever has the uh, the advantage coming out of next Friday gets to pick a stipulation for a match at the next show. So it's going to be interesting. So keep your eyes on these two matches, the Pick Your Poison Challenge, Hunter James, Gunnar Miller, Chip Day, Adam Priest. So we'll see. Yeah. And if, if Hunter brings his, brings his stuff, it's going to be a, a good match with him and Gunnar, no doubt. I mean, I'm not going to take away anything from Hunter. He is a really good wrestler. But he is not a bad boy. <laughs> there he is. There he is. I, so. I couldn't believe, you know, I talked about not being able to see uh, Chosen in person. Uh, when I saw the brain buster through that table right in front of you guys, mm -hmm. it, it blew my mind. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. It blew my mind. And I was yeah. mad about it. But, you know. It was wild. Yeah. Yeah. It was wild. And so a wild night, uh, one of the final matches that evening is a match that has literally been months in the making. These guys have been going at it in some way, shape, or form for the better part of six to eight months at this point. Uh, as the hierarchy and the end game, finally a six-man tag match that we'll see 
the members of the hierarchy, that include Joe Black, that includes Murder One, and that includes the Kenway, taking on C.T. Keys, Nick Halen, and the SHW champion, Judas. And Todd. About a... And Todd? No, but well, he'll be there. Oh, I mean, well, he'll... okay. You know. Yeah, On paper, no, but in yeah, reality, this yes. This is true. This is true. So, again, you know, we, we've got the death match that's happening, but I cannot imagine that this match will adhere to a six-man tag set of rules before it gets crazy. And it's probably going to get crazy sooner than later. Who on earth comes out of this one as a winner? Oof. Diana, after well, you. Right now, there's no titles on the line. So, I mean, it's to me, it's to the death. I mean, why not? Wow. I'm a little violent tonight, right? I was a little. I'm glad you yeah. said it. I was so sitting here thinking, "Wow!" After what you said I don't earlier, know about... I miss you guys, and I need some, yeah. I need some action up here. Yeah. So you yeah, haven't been able to vent. <laughs> you haven't yeah. been able to vent out loud. Yeah, I get it. <sighs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It's gonna be. It's uh, man. This one's gonna be a brutal match. And like you said, there's no like stippy. It's not a death match. It's not a no DQ match uh, that we know of. I mean, but it's still gonna be brutal. Anytime you get Joe Black involved especially when you when you make them mad and the way that they got screwed out of the tag titles at the end of the last show uh you know let you talk about that i don't want to talk about courtesy that. uh if you think about it they ended up on the outside dealing with the end game mm -hmm. while the shenanigans took place inside the ring and it was mm -hmm. that type of matchup where it's a fatal four-way the champs didn't have to be pinned to lose the titles and so they were taken out down on the floor dealing with the uh the members of the end game when all that happened so you know, they're fired up about that, and uh, I think they blamed the end game a good bit for that, for what happened. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I think we're going to see the hierarchy taking out some aggression on uh, on the end game. Absolutely. Yeah, th this is going to be, uh, for our 60th show, arguably one of our most violent it's got all of the makings of something crazy. And here's what's so interesting, too. I mentioned that, you know, this feels like something that the great Teddy Long would have put together because of so many tag team matches. Well, of all the tag team matches and all the tag teams that are showing up and all the championships that are showing up, the one thing that seems to be notably missing from this card are the tag team championships. And I don't know that we have any sort of guarantee that we're going to get any answers, at least from what we've seen so far about these tag team titles. What do you think could be, or will we get any sort of update on the status of the SHW tag team championships right now? You've got to imagine that just about every team that was in that match is on this card with the exception of the grapplers, the mysterious grapplers, the grapplers are running around claiming they should be tag team champions. The hierarchy feels like they got screwed. Exotic youth apparently left the building with the belts. And the last thing we heard was Gary Lamb saying they aren't the tag team champions, but nobody said anything about it since. Do you think we'll get an answer to this mystery of who the tag team champions are next Friday night? I don't think we're going to go the night without Gary having his word. 
I think he usually has the answer when he's going to, when he speaks or at least. I, I was told that he already posted that they are for sure not the, uh, they being exotic youth are not, he's not considering them the champions. I think well, at this like point, who was, I think they're considering but, no. at this point, I think they're considering the actual belts as stolen property. And I don't right. know if there's going to be legal ramifications, if there's going to be police involvement, I don't know what happens, but then even if you get the belts back or if you have to get new belts made, do you just have a tournament to, to, crown new champions or how does it how's it all going to work we don't well, know I mean, we'll find out team, ho hopefully something we'll find out right a team can't win a match they're not in right i mean exotic youth was the not video entered I saw, in the call into exotic youth was not entered right. into that match. But it was from, the grapplers. And, and from the video I saw, it, it's all very confusing. And I understand you guys were there in person. I'm watching it at home on IWTV. From what I saw, one of the guys in the bulk of the match was one of the grapplers. Mm -hmm. Another guy in the bulk of the match was Zach Mosley under a grapplers mm -hmm. mask. But he was so, still a grappler, not exotic you. But I, I just don't know. It's a very tricky situation. I don't know. I, I literally have no answer. I don't I don't know. The Southern um, Honor Tag Team titles have been stolen, that stolen property. And whatever they do about that, I don't know. But the grapplers, yeah. I mean, hierarchy was screwed. They were. But the grapplers are the tag champions. At the moment, the grapplers are the tag champions. That's how it was announced. That's what yep. I heard. That's how it was announced. They don't have the titles. Exotic Youth has the titles. But if one half of Exotic Youth was actually under the mask, that won. And I have to go back and look to see if he made the pinfall. He did. No, uh, here's what happened. And I, because I just watched the show. Remind me. Re Real Grappler was in the ring with Zach Mosley Grappler. Zach Mosley throws Real Grappler out of the ring. Bryce Cannon Grappler slides into the ring, makes the pin, gets the three count. They run off with the belts. Hence the greater level of confusion. Do yes. we know yep. that there's a third grappler? Um, yeah. Don't know. All the more reason why we hope that somebody from Southern Honor has been having this discussion and will come to us with an answer next Friday. I'm intrigued. SHW Faithful, what do you think? Who should be? The tag team champions, you can let us know in the comments uh, because we need an answer. We need to figure out something. All, all I know is that when I watched, I caught you guys recap episode the following week was, and I had seen already, like I heard people telling me what happened at the show. Made me sick to my stomach. I heard you guys talking about it. Made me sick to my stomach. I watched it on IWTV. Made me sick to my stomach. And, and yeah, I hope we get some sort of answers. I don't know. Um, hopefully, we'll find out next Friday. SHW 60. I can't believe we're at 60. How'd that happen? Uh, <laughs> but uh, it's going to be, yeah, 261 Marietta Road, Canton, Georgia. You're not going to want to miss it. Tickets go on sale at the door, 5 p.m. Uh, doors open at 7, bell time at 8. And, uh, yeah, I know we're not done with the episode, but I can't wait to see all of the fans uh, at the show. I hate that I had to miss the last one, but obviously you guys know the situation. Um, oh, by the way, so I know I had mentioned potential legal ramifications about the tag title belts. Well, that also reminded me I had a number. I, I want to touch on this because a lot of people had been asking me about my situation and about 
was there any kind of legal uh, was there police involved or anything like that i will tell you this much the night of the incident i don't remember a whole lot uh after what had happened i have heard that there they there is security footage i have not seen it yet um and that there is like an ongoing investigation uh mm. from what i've been told uh my sister's been to, talking to the cops more than i have so i haven't really heard much about the latest but i did hear that they did get some uh security camera footage recently i am kind of anxious to see it just because i haven't i kind of want to see what happened because like i said it all happened so quick and then the next thing you know things are like it is so i, I don't remember a whole lot about what happened uh that night but anyways if i if i get wind of any kind of footage if i'm able to get the footage and show the footage i'll let you guys know of course you'll be the first to see it but uh anyways enough about that let's uh let's talk about what we're going to be doing this weekend yes it's going to be a massive moment in the annals of pro wrestling and it's interesting because we're getting into that season where you just can't avoid what's happening outside of the SHW universe of sorts. Yes. And so in the larger wrestling universe, major event is happening, AEW Revolution in the historic Greensboro Coliseum, and it will feature the final match of Sting. Sting, whose legendary career literally touches multiple decades, going back to 1987, his historic match in 1988, with uh, Ric Flair, and uh, it's the match that put him on the map nationally. And uh, he has had an incredible career in pretty much every major promotion in the world. And he will be ending his career mm. this Sunday uh, at the Greensboro Coliseum as he and Darby Allen defend the AEW Tag Team Championships. There's the tag team titles again. Uh, This time against the Young Bucks, Matthew and Nicholas Jackson. And uh, without getting into predictions for that match, uh, he has had a storied career that I know has impacted so many in the world of pro wrestling. I'm intrigued to see if you guys have any favorite memories or moments of Sting and how his career has impacted you we will save diana for last because i know she has a lot to say brandon uh your thoughts on the end of an era the (sighs) retirement of sting well i will tell you guys this and and we've known each other quite a while so we kind of know each other's background each other's history when it comes to pro wrestling you guys know i didn't really get into it until the late 90s and you guys you guys were into it back when sting started now when i first got into pro wrestling he had just gone into that sting or that crow uh sting character and the nwo was really just taken off and you know he'd be up there in the rafters and every episode of nitro would end with him coming out of the rafters and bending off the nwo and tony (laughs) shivani going fans we're out of time the tape machines are rolling you know those were my nitros that i remember growing up uh you know middle school high school and uh and just the crow sting was such an icon i mean to this day he had a few other variations, you know, during TNA and along the way. And now he's kind of back to not quite the crow sting. But I will say, if you watch Wednesday night, this past Wednesday, a couple nights ago, one more time, he came down from the rafters to uh, save the day for Darby Allen and, and Ric Flair. And I thought, man, what a cool, you know, just one more time just before he, he uh, you know, hits the old dusty trail and heads out into retirement. But um just the crow sting overall, just that whole era, the late 90s. But also, 
I, I couldn't stand the NWO black and white. And then when mm-hmm. they split off and became uh, red and black Wolfpack headed mm-hmm. by Kevin Nash, you know, I was a fan of the Wolfpack, never liked Hollywood, NWO Hollywood. And then uh, when Sting, it was one of those weird things where I was like, do I really want Sting to join the Wolfpack? Because they were really going after him for a while, like wanting him to join. And I thought, yeah, why not? And then he comes out with the red, the red and black paint. So you had Wolfpack Sting. Oh, that was cool. So that's why I had to wear the uh, red and black tonight in honor of Wolfpack Sting. <laughs> Wolfpack Sting, yes. When, when I first saw Sting, gosh, I, I don't even know what year it was. He was on NWA. That was like one of the first times. Now, of course, all the wrestling magazines, I would flip through and I'd be like, I didn't know who he was, but I recognized him. So when he came out on NWA, it was those lime green tights and the the little rat tail and the spike bleach blonde surfer guy from Venice Beach, California, whatever. And that stinger, yeah, wow, yeah, that was that was crazy. It was the energy and and just his one liners and all his comebacks. And I remember he told Jim Cornette that he was so ugly that the tide wouldn't even take him out. It was just <laughs> just little things, you know, in the build up and then you know, all the different colors and the paint and, and then it really, it, it just, I don't know, there was so much about Sting. He was just a, a whole personality, a whole, a whole crazy ride by himself. So there was nothing about him that wasn't memorable, even though I can't remember everything right this minute, but all of that coming up and Great American Bash Sting with the red, white, and blue, and then Clash of the Champions when he beat Ric Flair, and oh, what a crowd. <laughs> okay. Go ahead, GB. I'll come back. <laughs> just well, just wait know, till we're there. Just wait till the, we're there Saturday or Sunday. Oh, good Lord. Sunday's going to be uh Sunday's yeah. going to oh. be a crime scene. Um, <laughs> I, you know, here, first of all, I, I love the passion um, that Diana has about this, because really that's what pro wrestling is about. It is about evoking emotion and it is about someone making the kind of connection with you where they feel like family, where it feels like, you know, you could sit down and have a meal with them because you have invested in their journey. Now, one thing about me is I, I will go back and study, uh, Y'all probably don't know that. What? You guys know that. The fans don't know that. But I I do a a lot of of studying and going back and watching some old things or just kind of connecting the dots and things like that. And Sting, um, you know, one of the things finding out about Sting, which was so cool, you know, most people certainly back in the early days weren't aware that, you know, you had these icons like Sting and the Ultimate Warrior who were massive stars and most didn't realize they literally started out as a tag team together. And so with these guys teaming together, it's crazy to see what they were able to accomplish apart. Though I think one could make the argument that, you know, while they both held world titles at the same time, uh, I think longevity, you'd argue that Sting had the better career than the Ultimate Warrior. Sting had so many incredible moments from, you know, just always being that fan favorite that people could see themselves in. He was the cool kid, you know, the cool kid who everybody wanted to be like, you know, 
Ultimate Warrior, everybody wanted to, you know, wear his tassels and have his body, but you wanted to be like Sting. You wanted to hang out with Sting. Sting was that cool, you know? And so his his ascension to the world title, you know, that great American bash in 1990 when he beat Ric Flair, uh, that was such a moment after getting kicked out of the horseman and, you know, having his knee broken and all the things that happened to him. It was just, it was just amazing. It was absolutely amazing. Um, you know, again, his resurgence uh, in the NWO days, being the guy to ultimately kind of put the first real crack in the armor of the NWO uh, was a big deal. People don't talk enough about his time in TNA, um, okay. where in TNA, we got to see yet another side of Sting, you know, where he was the Joker. And uh, he was wild and unhinged and you didn't really know what you were going to get. And then, you know, that brief, brief run in the WWE where it was just kind of one of those moments you never thought you'd see. You never thought you'd finally see Sting in the WWE. And when he got there, although it was brief, it was memorable for mm -hmm. sure. I'm very happy that he got this last run in AEW. I feel like, He's had the opportunity to go out on his own terms. And I think everybody doesn't get that opportunity. And when they do, they should take it. And I think Sting has taken it. And so uh, this has been a career we'll never forget. Mm. I think if I have but one regret, my one regret in the career of Sting is that we never got Sting versus The Undertaker. Yeah. That's my lone regret. Outside of that, he has had an absolutely brilliant career. The things he's done in the last three years, out of this world. And I think it's just an honor that we get to be in the building uh, to bid farewell to uh, one of the all-time greats, one of the true legends in this business, uh, whose career will likely never, ever be duplicated. There will only be one Sting, and I'm glad that we get to say thank you to Sting this Sunday. Oof. I got chills. I got chills. I, I can't know. wait. I can't I'm wait. So can't talk. I told you guys, I, I there's going to be nothing keeping me from SHW 60, right? Well, there's also going to be nothing keeping me from Sting's last match. When this was announced, what, back in October, November, it's been a while when they uh, first announced it. And yeah. uh, we immediately were getting chatting with each other like, all right, we're making plans now and yeah. making this happen. So, yeah. so excited. I can't wait to, to be there. And uh, it's going to be a special night for sure. And then in a historic venue like the Greensboro Coliseum, yeah. like yeah. the wrestling nerd in me is going crazy. I mean, the home of the very first Starcade. I mean, like yes. so much history in that building. So to be there, I remember a couple of years ago, uh, ended up taking a trip to Memphis for a less than pleasant circumstance. But during that time, took a brief tour of Memphis and got to ride by the famous Mid-South Coliseum. And it's like buildings like that that hold history for a wrestling nerd like me is mm -hmm. everything. Yeah. You know, so getting to be in that building for this occurrence, I mean, it writes its own story. So it's going to be a, a, a great moment and we get to be fans. And I'm I'm pretty excited about that. That and, is and the fun part. Yeah. yeah. And when we get there, before we go in, we need to get a picture of us out in front of the building, too. Oh, yes. Because I know you got that picture in Memphis. I remember seeing that. Yes, yes. So there we got to do that. Some great content for sure. So, yeah. you know, we got the content covered. Absolutely.
Oh, mm, well. To hear Tony, to hear Tony oh, say yes. it live. Yes. Possibly for the very last time. And I imagine that, I don't know if this is going to happen with cameras on or off, but I'm hoping he'll at least get to say something, yeah. you know, on the mic to address the crowd. So it's I, just going to be a special night. I saw where he did that in Huntsville. You know, they went off the air oh, on Dynamite yeah. the other night. And then I saw a video after the show had gone off the air where he just thanked the crowd. I'm I'm sure, like you said, whether it's on camera or after the show, uh, I'm sure he'll have something to say to the crowd. But uh uh, still, man, I, him coming down to the rafters from the rafters the other night on dynamite was just, and then to hear Tony give one of his best, it's stag, you know, it was yeah, so yeah, awesome. Yeah. And so, uh, the excitement in his yeah. voice, cause even, mm-hmm. even that, even that the best cracked yeah, yeah. a little bit and it, it made me feel good mm-hmm. <laughs> that he cracked mm-hmm. just a little bit, but it was, yeah. it's, it's Tony. And to see it's him, Tony. you know, he, him and Conrad have discussed the, you know, the stings final match and all this and, you know you're wearing the Tony shirt and, and yes. I, think the, I think most of the fans know we've talked about Tony before. We're all big fans yes. of Tony. He's, yes. he's our buddy. And uh, so yes. we're excited for him as well, because this is a huge deal. Him and sting go back to the beginning together, you know? Yeah. So uh, I know this is a special night for, for many folks, not just for sting, but uh, for lots of folks. So well, glad, I'll, to, I'll, glad we get to be yeah. part of it. I'll say this before we go. I, as I'm thinking about this, I'm just kind of pinching myself because I happen to have been present for the real final match of Ric Flair back at WrestleMania 24 against uh, Shawn Michaels. So to be yeah. present for that and now to be present for this, it's going to be uh, a really cool moment. To be a really, really cool moment. That's so awesome. I'm looking forward to it. So for those of you who cannot make it to Greensboro this Sunday, of course, you can check it out on uh, pay-per-view, on Bleacher Report, and all the places that you catch it. And then make sure that after you do that, that you join us next Friday for SHW 60. Uh, It's going to be a happening. You do not want to miss it. A big week in pro wrestling, kicking off, obviously, a road to another massive event that's going to be happening once we get to the top of April. So lots of things happening in the wrestling world. It's the best time ever to be a wrestling fan. All the more reason you don't want to miss SHW 60 a week from tonight. Oh, it's going to be awesome. We can't wait to see you there. And hey, if you happen to be uh, going to Greensboro, let us know. Maybe we can say hello while we're there. We're going to have a great time. I can't wait. I can't wait to just get out of the house and go do something to be with my friends and go to what a wrestling What a thing show. to do when you finally oh, get to get out. I know. This is going to be so exciting. I cannot wait. All I know is that uh, when we get to Greensboro, it's going to be showtime, folks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And hey, we will see you uh, next uh Friday for SHW. If we don't see you in Greensboro, we'll see you next Friday. But uh, until then, this has been SHW. This is our wrestling. Show